showtime, folks. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to episode, I believe this is 32. Good God. Episode 32 of Saturday Matinee Theater brought to you by your friends at the Longbox Crusade. We're here on Planet Mongo in our recording studio set up just outside Emperor Ming's throne room. I'm your host, Jared Alwick, the art sale artist. And joining me as always is the Zarkov to my flash, Pat Sampson, a.k.a. DJ Christatos. And how are we feeling today, Dr. Christados? Uh, hold on a second, Jared. Um, hold on. Change shifts. Change <laughs> shifts. Otherwise, you're going to get the... All right. Okay, sorry. You're running a tight ship there? Is that part of your import-export? Are you yep. Are you also doing some work for King Voltan? No, we're doing a little moving of some stuff over here again. <laughs> okay. Yep. I don't think HR's come to Mongo yet. <laughs> <laughs> Also joining me is the ugliest Dale Arden of all time, my brother, Jason the Weasel Skull Albrecht. How are we doing today, Jason? Slay. Oh, boy. <laughs> How's everybody doing? Doing all right, Mary uh, Dale. <laughs> I'm not Mary Jane. <laughs> I'm Dale Arden. So I got a little sorry. problem here. This aura go crazy. <laughs> she tried to get between my, me and my man meat. <laughs> that flash meat, my man meat. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yes. <clears throat> I'm going to get all merciless on that woman. Is she going to back off? <laughs> we'll just, let's we'll move on. We, uh, we get off my mammy. <laughs> we also have with us the merciless ruler, Emperor Delvin the Dark Web Williams. And how do you do your excellency? Well, I'll tell you what, I might be merciless, but I have a heart. Mm-hmm. And you can't push a man, but so far, you can't go after a man's daughter. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's off limits, right? Am I alone in that? Is Ming alone here, right? I'm actually with you, but I suspect Dale Arden might not agree. <laughs> <laughs> I think Dale is just really confused. <laughs> That's really confused, right? Uh, she just made it again. She's had a long, few busy days. You know, I don't know. I think we should actually do the math at some point of Dale's pass out rate. Like, has she passed out? What percentage of the episodes she passed out in? One hundred percent. It's hundred. One hundred percent of episodes she's passed out at least once. Somehow more. Somehow more than the episodes that she's been on. She's she's passed out in seven out of six. I think she passes out more than flash fights. <laughs> It's like- close, but I think you might be right. <laughs> it took me far too long to get the seven out of six. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's too late. But you Improper know fractions. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? If you look over there, right by the entrance of the throne room, you might see we have a guest here today. Oh. Uh-huh. Yes, uh-huh. direct from his hit podcast, Cast Dice. So if you like tabletop gaming, miniatures, really cool talks with really cool people about Never Say Never Again, or perhaps Big Trouble in Little China. Both fine mm-hmm. films. I think uh, they talked Transformers with some dudes one time that were kind of cool. Nobody listened to that. <laughs> but from the Cast Dice podcast, we have what I'll call the Prince Stun of our show. Welcome to the show, Bradford William. Hey, how you doing? Good. And that's it from Bradford. Thanks for stopping by. <laughs> Oh, no. One time listener, first oh. time caller. Yay. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for some miniature flash. Miniature. Yes. Yeah. Uh, if you really want, I might have an answer to that question. <laughs> you might be able to make one for every one of us. <laughs> I can. In fact, that miniature exists, and all I have to do is get one and paint it up. Oh, Ooh. man. Ooh. You're a fine oh, painter. Man. 
would have to say I've been uh, following you and I am, am enjoying all the painting that you're doing. Yes. Thank you. His miniature work is uh, small. <laughs> it's very small. <laughs> oh, so I've been doing a lot of 3D printing, a lot of G.I. Joe vehicles from, yes. you know, I, I love you guys on the G.I. Joe talks as well. And so like maybe uh, a Sky Striker. Like oh, maybe don't don't look, striker? don't make eye contact with Jason. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm averting my eyes. I did just get a, uh, in the most recent package, because I, I have everything printed at 156 scale, which sounds strange, but it's a tabletop wargaming scale. It's significant. Significantly smaller than the traditional GI Joe stuff, and in my most recent package, I did I did get a Rattler, I did get a Dragonfly, and the GI Joe base. Let me so, let me ask you something, but yes, is sir. it easier if for my import exporting? Is it easier if I miniaturize things to yes. move around? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is much easier to transport. Do not get caught up in this, Brad. I may have to take you and put you into my uh, science room here. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let me just let's just get back to the show. Before, okay, sorry. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> before Pat leads you too far astray. The only upside is that you could meet Sean Connery, so there are celebrity encounters to be had. Yes. Uh, yeah. You may want to keep it down. I mean, we don't want him coming down this hall. <laughs> That's right. I think we left him in England. I don't think he's here. Let's not poke the space bear. Or slap its <laughs> Man talk. All right, Bradford, All right, you got to answer the guest questions. There's two questions, the one-two punch. Prepare yourself. Yes, sir. Whack, whack. What is your first memory of Flash Gordon, and what is your favorite iteration of the character? As I talked about when you came on Cast Dice, mm-hmm. I found the James Bond movies when my family moved to the suburbs, and we got something called HBO. And as I was a kid, it was absolutely magical. For Your Eyes Only came on, and I said, you know, my dad came over, and I said, what is this? This is amazing. He said, oh, it's James Bond. Anyway, that whole situation happened, and mm-hmm. we can hear about that on the Cast Dice podcast, but... The other movie that was on in the same sort of rotation at that time was Flash Gordon. I mean, besides Star Wars, it was, I think, the first big science fiction anything that grabbed me as a kid. And then from there, my love of science fiction, especially in cinema and television, grew. But it really did just come down to Star Wars and Flash Gordon. And I absolutely love Flash Gordon as a movie. And I've watched it, I can't tell you how many times. It is one of my go-tos when my wife's working and I'm on school holidays and I'm painting toys soldiers so i've seen that movie a shocking amount of times or listen to it more often but um i mean queen on the soundtrack just the costumes the colors i mean it's phenomenal even you know some places is so bad it's good so it's win-win all around and i think that has to be my favorite iteration though i did really enjoy in the 80s and i was talking about this with my wife i think it's called the defenders of the earth Mm. Um, the cartoon yeah. in the 80s. Good. Good. Yes. And that was my introduction to the fandom as well, um, yes. which I've now read a lot of the comics of. So, yeah, it was sort of all around. But, yeah. In fact, on my podcasting desk in Melbourne, as I'm traveling right now, I don't have it in front of me, but I have the Funko Pop of Ming the Merciless. And, nice. yeah. Okay. I also have Blofeld and Destro. But, you know, those That's are the three. Trio. That's a good trio. They're all bald. I don't have a type or anything. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so that's me well cool thanks for answering our questions pat what if yeah. this was somebody's first time listening to the show well jared i'm glad you asked <laughs> it could be somebody's first time why do i laugh every time you say it? you said it probably a thousand times so I'm 32 times 32 <laughs> times to be yeah. exact a little less than 32 i think i missed one but <laughs> <It's counting. laughs> 
not me. Anyway, Saturday Matinee Theater is a retro review show brought to you by the Longbox Crusade, where we'll be taking you back to the past with some potentially overlooked retro awesomeness in the realms of television, movie serials, or films. Basically, if it's vintage and it's forgotten, we're going to dig it up. On this episode, we'll continue our dive into the 1936's Flash Gordon serial, Space Soldiers. 1936's Flash Gordon serial was produced by Henry McRae. It starred Buster Crab as Flash Gordon, Gene Rogers as Dale Arden, Charles Middleton as Emperor Ming, Priscilla Lawson as Princess Aurora. It's Aura. You never Aura. get it right, but it's still sexy. Princess Aura. <laughs> I never get that right. We'll but. fix it in post. <laughs> And Frank Shannon as Professor Zarkov. So grab your ray gun, fire up your rockets, and blast off for adventure. But don't forget to try the chicken. It's good. <laughs> nice. Well done. Absolutely. Well done, yes. Well done, Pat. 8-bit music. You're good. Mm-hmm. Speaking of music, I hear Bradford William, our special guest, is something of a musician. Correct or false? True. True, sir. Okay. I am a drummer. So in that case, I am definitely not a musician because I'm just the guy who hangs out with the band. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's how it is. You're like Animal from the Muppets. That is exactly <laughs> what it looks like. It's actually <laughs> fairly terrifying. Uh, yeah, no. Um, I had a, a ska reggae band that toured the United States for years before I moved to Australia. Yeah, it was a really good time, and I'm glad it was before the era of YouTube. So you can't find us. <laughs> <laughs> that said, we did one of our most popular songs was our rendition of a uh, sort of a mix mash of music from Star Wars, and it was appropriately named Ska Wars. Oh, oh, okay. okay. You haven't lived until you heard the cantina music done as Ska. Is that on a track somewhere or on a? I have it on the tape. A cassette. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> to show man. my age. You're <laughs> old. Magnetic media. He's giving me an idea, though. I'm going to start telling people that I, you know, I toured the U.S. and I was like, mm-hmm. the front man of a hip hop group. But this was before YouTube, so you know, just take my word for it. So. Hey, man, it works. I'm just telling you. <laughs> I hope that I have, I have a... to produce that cassette tape. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And no one has a tape player anymore either. So just pull out a blank tape, put a little uh, bit of art in front of it, and have a T-shirt made. And you're set man seriously you're all set (laughs) where are you gonna play the drums for us today you would like okay so bradford's gonna go ahead and play those drums and uh he wanted us to do some ska work uh there's three four of us and he needs 14 piece band so we're all gonna have to play multiple instruments you guys got everything Mm -hmm. you're not playing the violin are you (laughs) don't ask questions Delvin. we're going in three two one let's go
Can I make a name for our band? Yes. It's called Flaming Torture. It's a little metal, Pat. Isn't Ooh, it? <laughs> I like it though. <laughs> I like it. I was in honor of the ice bear, but whatever. Selvin, save us! Sorry, sorry. Oh, yes. Chapter six was titled Flaming Torture. Ooh. The director was Frederick Stefani, with writers Frederick Stefani, Ella O'Neill, George Plimpton, and Basil Dickey. With guest stars, James Pierce as Prince Thun, Richard Alexander as Prince Baron, and Jack Lipson as King Voltan. As a reminder, all 13 episodes are available on YouTube. We highly encourage you to watch this episode before proceeding with this podcast, because not only is it just more fun that way, but Jared is about to give a synopsis about this episode, and then we're going to discuss it. So there are probably some spoilers heading your way. So again, if you haven't watched this episode, we recommend you pause here, go check it out on YouTube, then come back to join our discussion. And at less than 20 minutes per episode, it's not that big of a time demand. For those of you who are watching along with us, we love to hear your insights. Don't forget to comment about the show on Twitter using the hashtag I'm following Flash. Jared. Hashtag I'm following Flash. Pat. Hashtag I'm following Flash. Jason. Hashtag I'm following Flash. Bradford. Hashtag I'm following Flash. That's beautiful people. And with that, let's turn it over to Jared for the episode summary. I got it. I got the summary, but I, I just want to say, I think for four of us playing 14 instruments and one guy on drums, we did pretty good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was good. That was great. <laughs> having said that, let's do this. being hit by the inappropriately named death ray right (laughs) (laughs) sorry we're gonna start there already (laughs) flash aura dr zarkov and prince baron plummet to their safe capture by the hawkman king volton immediately sends flash and baron to work as slaves in his furnace alongside prince thun dr zarkov is spared this fate so he can work on science stuff for king volton Dale and Ara are spared for more obvious reasons, although Volton has an eye for Dale. Emperor Ming gathers his men to head to the Cloud City of the Hawkman to rescue his daughter. Ara, while she does some more conniving by telling Dale to pretend to love Voltan instead of Flash in order to save Flash's life. This conveniently leaves Flash to be with Ara. Meanwhile, Flash leads a rebellion down in the furnaces and almost pulls it off with only a shovel for a weapon. But the rebellion is quelled and Flash is being tortured to death. Will Flash escape death by electrical torture? Will Dale ever eat her chicken? Could the Hawkman, who works that whip, have a weaker wrist? (laughs) Tune in and find out. All 
right, boys. This one is chock full of chocolatey, flash, sinewy, muscly goodness. <laughs> So let's start with Bradford. You know how the show works. We're going to do two rounds. You can pick a high or a low for your topic in your round one. You going high or low, sir? I'm going to go with a high. Let's hear it. As I said, I'm a huge fan of the movie, and I hadn't watched the serial until you guys started going through it. I've really enjoyed going back and watching it, but after watching a few of the serials over the last couple of days to prepare for the podcast today, I actually went back and rewatched the movie, and especially around the scene that kind of lines up, and I was astonished at how many things lined up with one of my favorite movies. Mm -hmm. Um, The whips that are used in the fight between Flash and the Prince on the floating disc, of course, lines up with the furnace room. We have Brian Bless' character being played in a very creepy way with the Dr. Evil laugh by the sort of original Voltan. Just everything sort of lined up. Ming coming to rescue people. It's fantastic. I know, obviously, this came way before the movie, but the fact that there are so many parallels is fantastic. It's just great. I have to agree, man. I've noticed the continuity as well, and and I Mm. don't know the answer to this, but I was wondering if maybe the folks that made the 80s movie, you know, went back and watched these for reference, or does it all come from the source material? Because I haven't read a lot of the original comics. Mm. That were written, so it might be sourced from both. But either way, like you said, there's some pretty impressive continuity over a 50-year span. Right? Yeah. Love it. Jason, what you got? So I'm going to start off with a what the, which is an actual question here, because I don't know if it was the version I was watching or maybe it was just my imagination, but does Voltan's voice change? Like, is he voiced <laughs> by two different people? <laughs> Throughout the course of the show? Yes. Pat and I were talking about this pre-show today. In this episode, there's a lot of ADR, which I think is what after dialogue recording, something like that. I made that up. But ADR is a real thing where they add dialogue that they wish they'd added during recording the show and they did not use the same actor. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It kind of was showing there. I was mm-hmm. like, that's weird. The camera was never on him and it was like in a different tone of voice, you know? Oh, we should go look at the show. Yeah. I mean, it, was, it was like it wasn't even somebody close. It's like if you start with Sean Connery and end with Mary Jane, you know? It's like... <laughs> yeah. Don't you enjoy my entertainers? Yeah, that's what it was. That's what it was. I put these entertainers just for you. <laughs> I mean, because obviously what they've done is, you know, the entertainers was stock footage from something else. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. And they spliced it in cool. so it would seem more grand. And then, you know, so they tried to stitch it together with a little ADR action there. Gonna bug Didn't me till, quite work. It's going to bug me until somebody looks up ADR and tells me what it stands for. I think they were on the, like the same stage that we watched them in the first or the second episode where mm-hmm. yeah. with the big statue and all that yes yes yeah that was from some other production as well hmm. the serial folks were very crafty and stealing snippets and stuff and if you remember some of my fun facts from before uh, even the props are from the bride of frankenstein and frankenstein movies and i mean they are yard sailing this thing together man hey jared Hit me with it, Delvin. Automated dialogue replacement. Oh, I was way off. I had American depository receipt. (laughs) (laughs) You had to put sound in the Google search to find the other one. (laughs) Thank you, Delvin. Also known as dubbing. Mm -hmm. Yes, that term probably didn't exist in 36. They probably just called it dubbing, which then became dubstep. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Whip it, whip it, whip it, whip it. (laughs) (laughs) We just did the worst dubstep sound. (laughs) Delvin, once again, save us. It's your turn for a higher low. <sighs> okay. The characters of Flash Gordon are going through it. And have you ever been close to tragedy? tragedy a 
or been close to folks who have? <laughs> have you ever felt the pain so powerful, so heavy you collapse? Heavy you collapse. No? Well. Nobody? Thank you. No, no, I laughed. I got it. Okay. Wait, I'm going to give him the satisfaction. Yes. <laughs> Somebody will. Somebody. I was pumping my fist. I loved it. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes. I'm perfectly willing to sell out for a laugh there. <laughs> yes. Uh, let's see. I guess we should address the Dale in the room. Yes. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to root for Dale. You know what? Let's be positive and say that I hope that in their seven more episodes that they give her more of a story arc than just feigning and <laughs> being a dupe. Because seriously, you know, I love Flash. I'm devoted to him. How? Why? <laughs> you met him two days ago. I know. <laughs> yeah, basically two days have passed. <laughs> You see what happened to him, though. Come on. There's no connection. There just isn't. There's not. I don't like Dale. <laughs> She's got great abs. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah. That is, that is true. A bad crunch. That is very true. She's basically planking three times an episode. <laughs> right. Yeah. So ab game strong, but character game weak. How about that? Pat, close this out for round one with a high or a low. You know, oh boy, I don't know if this is a high or low. It's going to be a what the... They mentioned that Voltan, he has a habit for marrying women. Thank How you. How many other women does he have? Yeah, that was a question I had as well. And, and, and when where? they say marrying, mm-hmm. you know, what exactly do you mean by marrying? That is such a good throwaway line by Ming. He's like, oh, I'm talking grandly. And then, oh, he's just off marrying women again. And then goes back to talking. You're like, wait, what? What did you just say? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah, I rewound that. I was like, wait, did he just say what I think he said? And he, he did. did. He said mm-hmm. that. Someone's worse than him. I'm like, wow, that's great. What do you mean? What, what's wrong with Ming? <laughs> Actually, I have Ming on my high, but I'll wait till my turn. That's right. You better. Well, that's good news. Is we got two rounds. Round two's coming. Brad, you want to lead it off with a higher low? Yes, sir. I'm going to go with God. I'm going to be that guy, and I might make a slight comparison again. We're going to talk Hawkman. I just, I, as much as I loved watching this, and it hit me in all the right nostalgic feels. Those Hawkman, man, talk about people who did not do the plank. Um, no planking. <laughs> Man, you uh, it was glaring if you watched the 1980 movie and then you watch this again. It's like, I don't know, it's like a bunch of dudes who look like my uncles um, wearing, <laughs> wearing some wings. Those guys haven't been in a gym in a while, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Look, I, don't, I don't know what you're saying. They look good to me. <laughs> Middle-aged men. Oh, yeah. They look just fine to me. I, don't, I, 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 I was definitely questioning <laughs> the strength of Voltan's wings. Last yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Those things are strong. <laughs> We have never actually seen him fly. I just want to point that out. Yeah. <laughs> and that wind is whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. If I may, those chest plates that you know often show the the beautiful pectoral muscles and the six pack on people who wear them, you know, soldiers. Look at Voltans. He's got boobs. <laughs> That's it. He's got boobs. That's all he's got. And you think usually those things make you look better. <laughs> Anyone? Yeah, his his chest plate is not. No. Yeah. No. It's, it's no bad. Michael Keaton Batman. That's, let's just go with that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
And they seem to like whipping people. It's like Oprah. You get the whip. You get the whip. You get the whip. Everybody gets the whip. And it's like Jared was saying last episode. It's like mm-hmm. they get whipped for doing what they're supposed to do. They throw mm-hmm. the R in there and then they get whipped. It's Good like, job, guys. Good job. Here's a Exactly what you told me to do. You I mean, I would just stop. I'd be like, I'm going to get whipped either way. So I may as well, you know, not do the work. Not do the work. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to know how Thun moved up from doing the shoveling, and now he's just raising and lowering the the doors on the furnace. Hey, man, the position opened up. He's a go-getter. Yeah, man. <laughs> I think he's going to stagnate, man. He's going to bloom where he's planted, son. Right. You saw him. He's not, he's not dressing for the job he has. He's dressing for the job he wants. <laughs> Get whipped. Which is why I don't wear pants to work. Right. <laughs> seems, like a, seems like a prince with upper management potential. <laughs> Especially in Mungo. <laughs> oh, goodness. Jason? Take this ball and run with it. Oh gosh, I don't know where to go. I have so many notes. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a high so I can keep it on a positive note. I'm more interested in the Princess Aura Ming relationship. There's a mm. lot of father daughter dynamics going back mm-hmm. there, mm-hmm. and I actually thought it was kind of cool when Ming was like, "All right, I guess I gotta go attack the city." <laughs> <laughs> bail my princess daughter out again again <laughs> yeah i'm having more fun with this dynamic i think than i am with flash and dale and again continuity you know i just finished watching the 2007 series from sci-fi and that dynamic is still there she's, that is true she's yeah. very back and forth she wants to help flash she wants to make her father happy it's Something about this Flash series. I mean, the source material from, uh, I think it's Alex Raymond. It's got to be solid because it's just, they're hitting all the beats in 36, 80, and 2007. Yeah. It's impressive. Mm -hmm. I went on a rant there. Delvin, what you got? (laughs) Well, let's talk about Zarkov here. He's going to go to the record store. He's going to give them all your money. Ready to go play is what they want you to hear. Tell me, (laughs) but I just don't believe it. Sell out! <laughs> oh, yeah. Sell out! Me too, Real good fish. No, I'm sorry. I, I got carried away again. He's ruining your chances of coming back, Brad. So, <laughs> can, can I just... He's ruining the chances of any of us coming back. <laughs> I didn't oh. want to say it the first time, but I'm going to say it now. So being in a ska band in the 90s meant during the ska, quote-unquote, renaissance, that you got to go out there and, you know, often play with a lot of these bands. So I opened for Real Big Fish Ooh. and I was a roadie for the Boston's for a limited tour at one point. Nice. Yes. Did so, you go on stage and dance? I, I have danced on stage with the Boston's and I've danced on stage with the other bands. Yes, sir. Oh, cool. Good for you. <laughs> nerd cred, nerd cred. Sorry. I'm talking now. Nice Delvin brought it up. <laughs> Sorry. Cut that out. Well, look, we're, we're not here to pick sides. That was Jared's fault. What the... <laughs> I should get back to the episode. I'll say a what the. It seems that you know both Emperor Ming and you got uh, Voltan up in the sky there. Apparently, there's not a lot of good help on Planet Mongo because they have needs for the exact same things. Like Voltan really immediately wanted to marry Dale, and Ming wanted to marry Dale as well. They both had needs for scientists, and they immediately told Zarkov everything that could potentially take down both of their kingdoms. That's a good point. Yeah. 
<laughs> they both need blonde women and scientists, I guess. I guess so. It's interesting coincidence that both of these people on the planet needed the exact same thing. I, 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 know, I know I shouldn't do this. But Pat, are you writing this down? <laughs> Am I? The needs of the people on Mongo. <laughs> they need blonde women and scientists. <laughs> <laughs> you were importing and exporting. Oh, so yeah. You know, <laughs> swim caps. Yeah, <laughs> I know I've just got you dabbling in human trafficking. Yeah, yeah. I think I got a name for it, too. It's called She Blonded Me with Science. Science! Pat, that was poetry in motion. What a bay. I have no idea where we're at. It's Pat's turn. <laughs> yes, it is. It's Pat's turn. <laughs> Good. I'm glad it's my turn. Well, Jared, I'm glad you asked. Let me go. I got my notes here. Oh, I hear him. Oh. I like that sound. Taking that from somebody. You don't like it when I do. <laughs> I do, Jason. I was going to say. <laughs> here we go. First on my notes, we got to see the space bear again. Retro uh, Are you doing that thing where you give us all your notes? Yes, I am. <laughs> yeah, I think that was precluded right. when we heard the sound. All right, he's breaking the rules, that. but let, let's let him run. All right, Pat, I'll give you 40 seconds. Go. Yeah. Okay, I'm just going okay. Thun's still getting whipped. What has Zarkov done so far? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. We're <laughs> still working on, on scheming. Mm. What show are they watching? Mm. What kind of meal is Voltan eating? I think we settled on turkey, yeah. which is kind of perverse if you think about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. You're like cannibalism. I, that's what I thought too. I'm like, okay, he's eating a wing and he's got wings. I'm well, whatever. It's weird. Went on Mongo, doing Mongo, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got. I want to buy bread and rip it apart like he does. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, man, that's a man. I know how a man needs some bread. You just grab that bread. <laughs> Gusto right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't need no butter. You just eat it. <laughs> The weird voice we talked about, and uh, Dale fainted it twice. Mm-hmm. Facts. <laughs> it's going to be what, start being a count, isn't it? What is the static room? I still that, that's where Flash Gordon goes to start some static, son. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what kind of machine is this thing going on? I don't. Delvin said it in our first episode with Flash. He said, and I quote, "Flash like start static." Man. <laughs> It's true. He does. Can we talk about Thun, though? I mean, for Prince of the Lion, man, he's like the biggest on the show. (laughs) It's like every time we see him, he's just like, oh, that's hopeless. We're not going to get out of here. We're never going to make it. So he's a cowardly lion is what he's Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. He's all like, put him up. <laughs> Don't murderize you. Oh, I think Pat still has more. We should probably. <laughs> oh, so um, thought... Unless you want to give me go into my flash fights. Of course. Of course okay. we do. And he I'm had amazed. some good fights, man. He was all sweaty and muscly and sinewy. It was kind of hot. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, dude was pretty well built. I mean, pulled the shirt off like, dang, Flash. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Well, flash fights for this episode, we have flash fights the shackles. <laughs> he fights the guards. <laughs> He fights a whip. <laughs> Charge again. <laughs> a whip again. <laughs> Poor guards. <laughs> Another whip. <laughs> then he fought some electricity at the very end. <laughs> He's not so good at that. No, it didn't look like it was good for him. I think he died, so. <laughs> it was shocking. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, this- <laughs> Sorry. That's all right. All right. So we got through Pat's burning list. Does anybody else have any burning last minute thoughts? What's up with Princess Aura's eyebrows? Okay, let's take a vote. Sexy or weird? Brad, I'm not saying she's not sexy. I'm just are saying you... her eyebrows are drawn all the way up to the top of her head. If you look, actually look, look, look at her face. Brad, this is a lot of words. Okay. Sexy or weird? 
Both? Okay. <laughs> All right, proceed with your thoughts. <laughs> Why can't we have both? You know, because they've drawn them so high, whenever she actually tries to express anything, <laughs> for example, like trying to convince Dale to do anything, her eyes don't actually do anything. Like your eyebrows are important for parts of your expression. Here's what we're going to do, see? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever see that episode of Seinfeld where Uncle Leo blew his eyebrows off? <laughs> and they had to draw him on so they thought he was angry all the time. <laughs> That's what's Reminds going on. me of Police Academy movies. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's do let somebody do better than Bradford. Pat, weird or sexy? I'm gonna do both. Thank you. Pop out answer. Delvin. Ah, it's more sexy than weird. Jason, yeah. I like your decision making, Delvin, by the way. Sexy. Yep. With I'm voting. I'm voting sexy. But also weird. But in a sexy way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if Joe November was here, he'd. <laughs> Pat's on his game tonight. He is, man. Pat's carrying the show. He's like, get, get the show on my back. <laughs> All right. Fun facts it is. Now, usually I build the fun facts around the guest stars and kind of tell you where else you could find them and what their lives were like, but we don't have any new guest stars. Same batch of folks from last episode. In fact, we didn't bring this up in our chat, but. I'm sure I wasn't the only one who noticed like the first like full two minutes of this show was repeats from the last show. Mm -hmm. It was weird. Anyway, this serial was shot in six weeks to shoot the whole thing in and and the cast and crew worked about 14 hours a day. Sweatshop, boys. Sweatshop. No wonder Dale kept passing out. (laughs) (laughs) He was tired. (laughs) The entire serial's budget was $360,000. Which doesn't sound like a ton to us, but at the time, that was three times more than it was typically allotted for serials of this era. With current inflation, I'm pretty sure that's like $1.2 billion now. (laughs) But, yep, that's all I got for the fun facts this time. I did a little bit more of a production fun facts because we didn't have any new guest stars. So hopefully we'll get some new ones or I'm just going to start scraping the bottom of the barrel for trivia. And we'll be like, this episode was in black and white. You had the when you're counting the two minutes in the beginning. Are you counting the scrolling two that you had to read? No, not not really. I think it might have been more like three minutes or so with the yeah. scrolling. I mean, I didn't sit there and time it, but I was like, definitely the first couple minutes of this episode was yeah. Last episode was like that too. They are doing some padding here, folks. Doing some padding. But like I mentioned on the last episode, if you're a fan of the show and you're kind of interested in watching it, you can go on YouTube and there's a fan made edit where they cut out all the padding and all the duplication. You can actually watch the whole serial in like two hours. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So, guys, I believe it's time for the Ray Gun ratings. Pew, 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 pew. Pat, will you get the case, please? Mm-hmm. Let me get it. Here we go. Why I trusted you with it, I'll never know, but. Ooh. There we go. There we go. <laughs> oh, it's actually Ray Guns in here. Five Ray Guns for everybody. Pat's going to hand those out. I'll explain the uh, ratings as he does that. If you give this show five Ray Guns, that means you loved it. Four means it's very good. Three means it's good. Two means it's just okay. And one, I did not like it. So grab your five Ray Guns. Mine has some kind of a liquid in it. Oh, don't, don't worry about that. <laughs> just, uh, we're, we're trying some new kind of guns out today. So guys, let me know what you think. Oh, don't worry about the the smoker. If you, if you pull the trigger, a little smoker come out. <laughs> <laughs> these are these are hookahs, aren't they? You've made hookahs. <laughs> I don't know what that is, Jerry, but. <laughs> 
Where's my ray gun? Oh, God, I thought he was in England. No, I got to keep my eyes on you. I'm looking at you, Whistle Past the Graveyard. <laughs> I, I think that's me. I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what about you, Krispy Kreme? Now, Krispy Kreme, you know you're not supposed to be playing with those ray guns. I think he's talking to you, Christopher. <laughs> oh, Mediprobe, how you doing? Uh, what's going on, Sean? Ah, <laughs> uh, it's, uh, uh, I'll just call you black guy. Uh, <laughs> That's what you've been doing, Mr. Connery. It's uh, so, uh, hey, come up over here, fellas. Uh, who's that dude in the corner? Why is he looking at me? <laughs> What's your name? I'm talking to you. What's your name, boy? Brad. What was it before you changed it? This <laughs> is to everybody, Brad. Don't engage. <laughs> Mr. Connery, you really need to go. But I wanted to share something with you, laddies. You know, I've had to take up a job since prices have been going up and I haven't really been doing any work. So I got this secret message here and it says it's from her. Her? Her? What are you, what are you talking about? Let me see that, Mr. Connery. That's HR, Mr. Connery. <laughs> Well, what the hell is an HR? Oh, Lord. Well, it's generally not good when you get called down there. Guys, how do you explain HR to Mr. Connery? Mm -mm. I'm not, nope. not going to bother. No, we're nope. going to do Ray Gun Ray. Brad, what do you think? Look, I, I love this episode. I thought it was great. I'm going to give it a five. I mean, I... I thought the last episode, as you guys said last time, was a little filler. Uh, mm -hmm. I thought this one had some thriller. I mean, we had some chicken eating. Uh, mm -hmm. We had some Dale pouting. Mm -hmm. We had, you know, some conniving. And we had some shovel fights. You know, Flash took off his shirt. And you know, it was just great. It was great all around. I love it. <laughs> Good. All right, Jason. Well, I think I'm falling a little out of orbit on this one because I think I'm going down to it, too. Oh, Man. Yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, I like you said, they spent a lot of time replaying what they mm. already told us in a serial. So not sure what point that was. The main characters are still very two dimensional. We're about halfway through the story. There really hasn't been any character development whatsoever. Mm. I'm more interested in the villains than I am the heroes of this story. So yeah, I think I'm I'm gonna land on a two for this one. Delvin. I'm right at the middle. So I'll give it a three. They were moving the action. I definitely want to see what Ming, what part he's gonna play in this whole thing because like unlike you guys, I've never watched the 80s Flash Gordon movie. So I don't know what's gonna happen here. No clue. Definitely still interested. I was a three tilting towards four, so I'll keep it at a three for now. Roger that. Pat, what do you say? I'm gonna give it a three. I'm with Delvin. It was kind of uh I wanna say a filler again, but not Super filler. Right. Kind of went by too quick. It's so. only 16 minutes, Pat. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, it seemed like the other ones were a little bit longer. Mm, no. Yeah. Got to go with the three on this one. And you know what? I'm going to throw my three on the pile. It is pushing towards a four because there was some good action. Just a little too much padding in this one to not get the four. But it's a, it's a solid three, and I'm looking forward to more. Mm -hmm. If I might, I was going to give it a four, but then I remembered what Ryan Daly gave it, so I had to uh, try and bump up that score. <laughs> you're, you're oh, that's work out. I got you. Get the guess average out over time. <laughs> we appreciate your efforts. There's nothing wrong with it, man. If the episode spoke to you, it spoke to you. So there's nothing <laughs> wrong with that at all. Not I love shovel fights. <laughs> Who doesn't love a good shovel fight? Love it. But it ended so quickly. All of a sudden, the guy opens the door. Hey, stop. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, he had a gun, man. Hey, step for Flash. Flash was like, <laughs> you 
that gun. <laughs> you better listen to that gun. Shut it up. Oh, Lord. Flash was, he was in full statics mode, but okay. We're done. We're done with that segment. We're moving on <laughs> to the Mondo mailbag. I cannot keep control of the show today. Mondo mailbag time, folks. And we're thrilled to kick off these comments with special shout outs to our Crusaders Club members. These are the fine folks who have joined our crusade. They get discounts from my online store, the yard sale artist.bigcartel.com. They get early access to special long box episodes. We give away free stuff. They get to vote on show content. What more can we do? I'm sorry. I got hostile. <laughs> Here are the fine folks that are reaping the benefits, and we really do appreciate these Crusaders Club members. Thank you for being a friend. Bill Bear. Blasted or Stashed. Bob Buster. Braxton Underwood. David Collins. Gene Hendricks. I, the Collector. Ivor Evans. Joe Thomas. John and Maggie. Maxwell Trevor. Miranda W. It's Mr. Lobotomy. Reggie Hancock. Ronald Wentz, Ross Michaud, Samantha Maney, Sean Urbanski, Steve Cronin, Timmy, Toronto Cop. And if we missed anyone on our list, we apologize. Please keep in mind, we record these episodes well in advance of release. So if you're a recent addition, we'll add you soon. But still, no worries. Just let us know that we missed you by sending an email. Contact at longboxcrusade.com. Pat monitors that account, and he's lonely, so send him an email. I am. So you might be asking yourself, how do I become a Crusaders Club member? Jared. Yes, Delvin. How do I become a Crusaders Club member? Well, Delvin, it's pretty simple. As long as you're not Jason, just head over to Patreon.com and search for Longbox Crusade. For as little as $1 a month, you'll get access to the amazing world of Crusaders Club, so come check it out. And if you don't have any extra scratch lying around, but you still want to help us out here at LBC Headquarters, please take a moment to write a review on iTunes for this podcast. Even if you want to keep it short with star ratings, it helps provide exposure for our show. And we'd love to hear from your comments. We'll read your comments on the air. We want to know if you're out there, if you're listening, if you're having fun, let us know. If there's something we could do better, let us know. We're listening. And with that, let's get to our shares, likes, and retweets. <laughs> Jason, go ahead. We'll kick it off with Aaron Headmoss. Aid knock. And we keep leaving our wallet with Elsa. I know. Gotta get it. Gotta get it. Professor Alan Middleton. Bob Rollins. Some cat named Bradford William. Oh, yeah. And his show, Cast Dice Podcast. Chris at BTO and Batbooks. It's a show now. Christine Mahmood. Clinton Robinson. Dafid Neil Dyer. Dark Man. Darth Ron. David Collins. That was just a crazy old man. Battle Wagon. David J. Gaboriel. Derek William Crab. You better watch out for Buster Crab. Put some cream on that. Dr. G, nerdologist. DS and RS. Ruth and Darren. Ed Phillips. Eddie Jean Anderson. Fan Holes Podcast. I got Jean Jean, that podcasting machine. Hendrix. Jerry Green. Green Lantern HG. Hal Jordan. Ivan Chudley. John Govey. Your love is like... Oh, wait, that's right. Bud <laughs> <laughs> joke. Jonathan Schaefer Hames. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he knows what he did. Joseph V. Comperchio. Karen Ann Mins. Michael P. Reynolds. Michael Shaw. Mike Dawson. Mike Garvey. Mike Peacock. Nash. Ah! <laughs> 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 Have you heard of every one of us? 
Patrick Finn. Paul he Berlin. Paul T. Smith. Professor Frenzy. It's, it's a, a show. show. Ranger Gord. Reggie Hancock. Hope you're feeling better, buddy. Rick Heineken. Robert Myers. Roberto Saab. Tim Price. Come on down. Toss salad and scrambled eggs. I got Tom Fraser. I'm with you there. Dear. I was just wondering if anybody was going to get that. <laughs> I got it. I got it. I get it. Yeah. Let's all go for a quick walk. You're still trying to sell that. You're still trying to sell that. As we take a trek to talk. What? I don't like it. I don't like it. Star Wars. What are you doing? (laughs) Star Wars. Star Wars. Oh, God. We're walking in the woods. It's a Star Trek podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. You know what, Pat? Go ahead and take the next one. Give me a beat. Well, it ain't no packing like the power pack packing because the power pack packing don't stop, don't stop because the power of the pack it don't stop. The power of the pack it don't stop. Say what? <sighs> we are a bunch of idiots. That's our best one yet. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Moving on. Warlord Worlds. William Smith. And Xenozoic Xenophiles. Woo, long list. Ooh. We appreciate it. Yes. Let's get into that Mondo mailbag and grab some comments. I think I'm next up in the rotation. So I will kick it off with a comment from Ryan Daly. He says, fun fact, when Jared says Sean Connery kind of fast and played at one and a half speed on my podcast app, it sounds like chicanery. And it makes it just as much, if not more, sense in the context. <laughs> so let's try this then. Chicanery. Now what do you got? You'll <laughs> have something. Use a sharp one, that Ryan Daly. <laughs> but I think you're up next, Pat. What do you like? Pick a comment, any comment. I'm going to take one from Unpacking the Power of the Pup Pack. Because the Pup Pack Pup stop. Hey, what? And it says, hit that beat, Pat. Keep up the great work on hitting those bears and singing those songs. I think he means beats. <laughs> <laughs> That's a typo. Maybe he meant hitting the bear Maybe from the left. Space bears, though. Space bear. Yeah, bear. He's spanking that space bear, Pat. So either way, this works. <laughs> exactly. Delvin, your letter, I believe. Okay, yep. G. Stefani says, you think we connect? That the chemistry's correct? The words walk right through my ears? Presuming like what I... I was looking, I was actually looking. And now I'm gonna stop. we had a new thing then. Got me out of the fray. Right now I'm walking in this kind of way. So much. I'm I never coming on this show again. I'm right there with you, man. Oh, my goodness. All right. From Green Lantern HG, he says, and Emperor D-Ray, 1977, that's me. I was going to stand by you until you started dissing on Aura. Now I think I'll stand with the usurper. FYI, Emperor F in the head, something, something in bed, right? So all I have to say about that is y'all need help. Can't go after them crazy ones. Brad, grab a comment. Try not to make one up like Delvin did and make me search for it for like eight seconds till I realize I've been friends with this idiot for 20 years. (laughs) 
Oh, well, I, I have one actually from the, the one and only Ryan Daly, who I talked about earlier. And it's something that I happen to agree with wholeheartedly. And it says, pop, pop, hiss <laughs> at one and a half speed is mind blowing. <laughs> I asked him what he meant by that. It was, was he talking about me specifically or just simply the words pop, pop, hiss? And he said, yes. <laughs> All I agree with both. Mm. All right. I love it. Jason, grab one, man. Grab one and let's roll out. I'm going to grab this one from Hal Jordan down here, who states that those stripes on the bear were not there until Mr. Connery emptied a box labeled caps on the food dish. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those that caps. bear hasn't slept in six days. <laughs> <laughs> those shark men, man, they know how to party. Well, we certainly appreciate all those emails, comments, likes, shares, retweets. Our listeners are the best listeners, and we just appreciate the heck out of it. And with that, Jason, why don't you put a bow on this, man? Alrighty. So that's it for this episode of Saturday Matinee Theater. If you'd like to hear more from us in the realm of comic books, action films, and more, check out The Long Box Crusade. Pat, where can they find that? Well, Jason, I'm glad you asked. You can find us on the iTunes, the Google Play, and most podcatchers, or at www.longboxcrusade.com. We're also on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Longbox Crusade. Back to you, Jason. Thank you, Pat. And if you want to hear us on our trek through all the James Bond films, check out on Her Majesty's Secret Podcast. Jared, where can they find that one? Well, here's the thing. Jared's no, not here right now. Wait, how did... How did you get here, too? My buddy Sean Connery asked me, he said, Chris, come on up here. Bongo. Why not? We got lax security around here. <laughs> Gosh damn space bear over there. See that? <laughs> That's our friend Crisco over there. Anyway. I hope you, did somebody at least lock the door back in London since everybody seems to get here? <laughs> I played Max Zorin in a Bond film one. Yes, yes, we know. It wasn't really a Bond film. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the pettiness about Roger Moore made me laugh. Anyway, if you want to hear my boys talk about uh, Magic Secret Podcast, just go to Google. Google knows everything. <laughs> All right, I'm going to take it from here. Walking, thanks so much. <laughs> We're on iTunes, Google Play, and most podcatchers, www.secretpodcast.podbean.com, Twitter at OHMSpod. We love talking about Bond, so come check it out if you got the time. All right. Thank you, Jared <laughs> and Christopher. We appreciate it. That was Christopher? <laughs> you don't. <laughs> <laughs> We'll take this time to say, if you'd like to chat with us online, we can be found at... Pat, why don't you kick us off? You can find me on the Twitter at ChrisTatos01. Delvin? You can find me on Twitter at D-E-E underscore R-A-Y 1977. Believe me when I say that I've got something for it, fuck And I really want to know my baby. Uh, and I yeah. really want to say is I can my, Come on, you guys. I sang this one. <laughs> I think he's plotting my death right now. I'm pretty sure about it. 
All right. You can find me on Twitter at Yard Sale Artist, Facebook, Yard Sale Artist, Instagram, Yard Sale Artist. Jason. You can find me at Weasel Skull on Twitter or at Jason Ulbrich on Facebook or Instagram. Bradford, where can they find you? They are best finding me through Facebook uh, under Cast Dice, C-A-S-T-D-I-C-E. And if you want to watch me flounder on Twitter because I'm an old man, uh, that would be also under Cast Dice, but Cast Dice 1. Ooh. What if we wanted to find you before the YouTubes? Uh, you would have to be in some dodgy nightclubs in a lot of really, really dodgy cities. That's where I know you're from. <laughs> all right well thank you for that thanks everybody and if you want to interact with us with live chat and be entered to win some free stuff on our live raffles come join us on our next episode of doing it live stream over on youtube we do them on the second sunday of every month and we always start at 3 30 p.m central time you can get signed up for that by looking up Longbox Crusade on YouTube. And please subscribe to our channel and click the bell so you'll get reminder notifications for when we go live. Well, thanks for joining us on this episode of Saturday Matinee Theater. We'll see you next episode as we return to our coverage of the 1954 Sherlock Holmes TV series for the case of the Night Train Riddle. Loaded like a freight train. I'm on the night train. I love this stuff. There you go. Dude. All right. I finally yeah, came around. <laughs> All right. The meetup location 221B Baker Street. she does some conniving by telling Dale to pretend to be in love with Voltan. Voltan. Is it Voltan or Volt Voltan? Voltan. Voltan. Okay, I got it. Voltan. <laughs> Jokes for Dale. Voltan. 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 I get it. Vol right. Voltan. Voltan. He's, he's made out of uh, five bears come together. <laughs> That's Voltron. Oh. <laughs> Isn't that what uh, you would measure electricity on? That's it's Volt a voltmeter. Uh. <laughs> this show doesn't even have outtakes, Pat. You know that, right? <laughs> someday, someday it'll be.
Okay. All right. Pew, 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 pew. Just head back to your room, Mr. Goddard. All right. If you want my power. Oh, <laughs> just, I was going to give everybody a minute to recover from that. <laughs> I am really sorry about that. That guy comes out at the most inopportune times. I thought we left him back in London. But he helps me move things back and forth. Pat, you put them up. You got to let us know when you're taking him to Mongo. I thought we had an agreement. <laughs> We're eight minutes into this conversation. This, this, this is how uh, a review of an 18 minute episode turned <laughs> into <laughs> an hour. I'm very sorry, guys. I. I didn't know he was here. Oh my goodness! Yeah. So um, sometimes I feel like we do bits just for ourselves. And I tell you what, if you listen to the show and you're like, "Man, I need more than Connery bits," let us know in the comments. Okay? <laughs> They're coming anyway. <laughs> Y'all know what? Some so, so, so Zardoz. <laughs> you want some Zardoz? Nobody wants Zardoz. <laughs> All right. Touch Ray Is Gun Ratings. Ray Gun Ratings. Okay. Pew 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 pew. I'm the dude now that just dances around. That's the only thing you did. <laughs> and car, hell of a nice guy. That's the impression that I have.